You're listening to Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast, bringing you the best heat media guests every single week. Here's your host, Dan Healy, brought to you by at the Miami Heat UK social media network. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Heating Up the UK. A Miami Heat UK-based podcast. I am your host, Dan Healy. Before we come to today's episode, just a reminder, please, to everybody check out our YouTube channel, Miami Heat UK TV. The idea next season is to try and get content going out on that thing daily. So please subscribe to that. We're just getting started with it. It's obviously going to be headlined by our um, live uh, pre-game streaming show, which is called Game Day from the UK. We've pitched this at what we think is a perfect time. No matter what side of the pond you're at, if you're in the UK, we're going to record every single game day before the game at 8.30 p.m. So if you're in the States, if you're stateside, that's 3.30 p.m. Eastern. So that's a good time. It's your first sort of sort of hit into the content for the game day coverage. And then we'll hand over, obviously, to the big boys, the big guns over at Miami Heat Beat and Five Reasons Sports Network to keep you going for the rest of the way. But please check us out. That's Miami Heat UK TV on YouTube. We're trying to get that thing off and running, along with other stuff as well. There's going to be fun stuff going on there. We've got our usual bits coming back. We've got uh, Heat Hub coming back. We've got a new feature where I'm going to be previewing some of the other UK accounts called The View from the other lot. We've also got a quiz-style show we're going to be running. So loads going on there. Please go and check it out. Thank you. On to today's episode. And we have a double delight of Miami Heat Beats talent with us tonight. I'm delighted to welcome back, firstly, Giancarlo Navas. G, how are you? I'm doing great. Hey, listen, my Liverpool are at the top of the table. We're feeling good. You know, this is this is good stuff because I'm also a Liverpool fan. So, uh, oh, I yeah, didn't even know that. I, I didn't know you was either. We are. Oh no, yeah, listen, things. lifelong. Yeah, my dad, my dad, uh, my dad's from Colombia, but for some reason he grew up. He didn't even have Colombian players there, but you know, was raised a Liverpool fan. So, you know, bad year last year. You know, come off the championship, kind of have a down year, but it's a fake year because it was COVID, so that doesn't, doesn't count. count. It doesn't, doesn't count. count. No, but now we're, we're back. Man, you lost, which we love to see. We do. Yeah. So this is listen. good. Great stuff. Good to have you with us. Thank you for coming back to uh, Heating Up UK. Always a pleasure to have you on. And uh, a debut here for one of my favorite guys over at Heatbeat. It is, of course, Brass Jazz. Brass, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's a pleasure to be on here. And I, I'm a big Liverpool fan. Not that I, I, I watch football or soccer or anything, but I, I do. I'm a huge Beatles fan. So. This, this, <laughs> so this is good. This is great stuff. So we have to have another chat one day about just about, about football, about soccer. That'd be great stuff. Um, first of all, guys, um, I have to say before we go any further, um, a massive, massive congratulations on the success of Hangover Time. Um, obviously, uh, the, the sort of culminated by the amazing award show that you did just a couple of weeks ago. Brass, I know that you did um, a lot, a lot of work for that. This show was incredible. One of my favourite shows ever. Uh, I love Hangover Time so much. And it reminds you when you watch that just how funny it is, how much work goes in. Plus, you know, you guys also, I suppose, you know, your basketball as well, which helps. But it's just fun. It's fun stuff. And I want to just tip my hat to you. Uh, Brass, I want to just come to you quickly on it. When as us as, as content providers, well, I mean, I sort of call myself that, you guys are a lot better than me, but for guys that sort of work hard, we always sort of try to big up the other guys in the community and share their work because that's what we do. But you must look at that and think when you watch that back and you saw the amount of the work that went into it, you must have really sat back and maybe yourself thought, this is something I'm really proud of. Is that, is that, that's got to be true, surely. Absolutely. That was a lot 
to go through a lot of clips to sift through for yeah. I don't know how many episodes we did between the regular the, the preseason regular season summer some of the summer league and and everything so like 90 episodes or whatever <laughs> somewhere around there it's a lot but um it was nice going back and compiling all that stuff and looking at it and going you know this is actually pretty damn funny this is yeah. This is kind of entertaining. It's not just for us because a lot of times we just we kind of play for us because we just genuinely like each other. So um, it's nice that other people can uh, can sort of join in and, and appreciate the our our antics. Yeah, it it is just it was brilliant. It was such an enjoyable show, such an enjoyable season. So well done to that, Yanni. You was uh, a um, the one of the awards was uh, the best Yanni rant. I voted on the Knicks rant on that one. That's uh, probably only bettered by. I think I've ever, the only rant I think I've ever heard better than that was um, Christian's rant on LeBron, which almost went viral. Um, but um, yeah, the only rant, the Knicks rant, uh, was that, was that your vote? Uh, I actually like the the one where I didn't know the, the, the game. <laughs> That's what I voted because, so the backstory on that was uh, on Tuesdays, I try not to pot or if I pot, I try to pot early because I, I do, again, really nerdy thing. I do a, I do a group watch uh, of anime with some of my online friends. We get on a Discord call and we all watch like a show, right? So, so, that, so that cycle, we were watching uh, Rock Goshinju, which is one of my favorite shows. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch, I think it was Hawks Sixers or Hawks, I don't even remember. It was a Hawks game, I think. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not on Hangover Time today because I don't like being on on Tuesdays because that's like my day to do this with my friends. And uh, they needed me, right? I had, I had to pinch hit, something happened. So I come on, had, I had not watched the game, Dan. I had not watched a second of that basketball game. I literally came off from group watch. I was like, yo, guys, can you guys hold on for like 40 minutes so I can do this, come back, we can finish the last episode. And uh, I, they called me out on it because they didn't know that I was doing that. They started to pick up Brass and Alf. And they were like, wait a second. This we could tell. Hunter, this guy we does not tell. know what happened. <laughs> And it, it's just, it's just sort of Dan had unraveled on me. So for me, that was so funny. But honestly, shout out to Brass for all the work that yeah. he did. Uh, Siobhan did a lot of help with organizing. You know, mm -hmm. Alf did a ton. To, like, it was really a team effort, but really was. Man, Brass, Brass, Brass hard carried us, man. That was, you know, do you know Jimmy at the end uh, of, of game five where he's like healed over yeah. at the scores? That, that was Brass at the end of the show, man. Uh -huh. I was so excited when the awards were over. Oh, yeah, I man. bet, I bet, I bet. Like, it, was, uh, it was great. I had to get it in there because um, it, obviously it's just a fantastic show and the effort is outstanding. So I can't Thank wait you. to have it back. So Appreciate well done. You, man. Um, guys, we, we're here today to do a 1 to 15 or 15 to 1 round robin seeding uh, show here, which I think is going to be a bit fun. Um, but we have to, I have to get your take first of all. I know that um, obviously we've had media day yesterday, which is a big thing. First big thing we've happened that's happened really that we could talk about for, for months and everyone has done a podcast except me. And I'm a bit embarrassed about that. I didn't <laughs> do one because I just thought, well, you know, you know, we've, we, we've got heat beat to do it. Five reasons to do it. Ramil will do his one. Everyone's doing it. There's 20 shows out there. You don't need my one as well. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I do need to touch on it. So, uh, Yanni, if there was anything that you could take away one main takeaway, there was a, a lot of great stuff yesterday. From uh, heat media what, day or just like NBA from, media from, day from, from, from heat media day. Yeah. I, well, it's up to you. It's up to you. I'll leave it. I'll leave it in your hands. 
Well, because like I think media day is like it just gives us an excuse to talk about things. Because like really nothing happens, right? Like coaches come in, they say their stuff, right? We yeah. talked on the show. There's oh, Spo wants to play at a fast pace. Yeah. Everybody says they want. We want to run. We're gonna we're gonna improve defensively. Everybody says the same stuff. I don't really care. We knew that Tyler had put on weight because we had seen the IG picture. So like we knew that Bam had put on weight, right? Like so to mm-hmm. me it was like there was nothing of, of real substance. But for me it was more. I mean it just feels good to like have everybody back. Yeah. It was more the the stuff around the league with with the the, the, the vaccine talk. I do think that the big thing at a heat uh, was no news, right? Like uh, yes. I know that Ira kind of had hinted, and and I know that the organization kind of you know they, they kind of let it be known that hey we have this under control. So for the heat, no news means good news, right? Yeah. Availability is obviously going to be key. And uh, listen, Delta Delta's not going anywhere, and you know availability is going to be really important for the grind of a, of an eighty two game regular season, right? We're not a seventy two game season anymore. Uh, and that obviously ruined them last season, right? Even if yep. you get it and you're, you're asymptomatic, you can't be out there playing, right? So even if you even if you catch it and you're vaccinated, and even if you're not even that sick, you can't be out there. So that availability is going to hurt you. So for me, that was the big takeaway of the day was, all right, we're good. There was no, you know, nobody was on a headline for being yep. it. No, nobody's nobody's an anti-vaxxer publicly, at least. So that was that was good news for me. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. It's, um, it, it almost became vaccination day rather than media day, didn't it? For us, for yeah, us, it really did. Follow, follow the same sort of um, outline as Jesus put there. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing fancy. But uh, I will say that it's nice to see some real chemistry uh, with with this new crew. I think the addition of of Lowry in there. And it's, it's just fun. It's fun to, you know, Jimmy with the, you know, putting his coffee up there. You know, there's, there's a, a camaraderie there. Um, you know, we have, you know, PJ Tucker's talking, he's talking up the team about how, you know, he thinks they're going to be really good. It's just nice to hear these things. Yep. Um, it's kind of sunshine and rainbows, but it always is even, even at the worst year. But, yes. um, but I, I believe it. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to see, uh, things that, you know, we have seen over the last, over the last few weeks, um, you know, Bam looks huge. And mm. in, in the and just he's so much bigger on the shoulders he was last year. There's a lot of positive things to to take away, but um, I don't know. Just to me, media day is just like, just gets me really hyped. It's like, oh wait, we're here, we're back. Yeah, we're back. 100%. Even though it just feels like it was just yesterday. Jesus. Yeah, well, Dan, it. remember too, it's like we, you know, heat season ended. You know, the they were the earliest out in in the postseason. So and um, we've we've all been doing content from that day until now, right? We have, we don't, you know, basketball is, you know, all year, we haven't stopped. Mm. So this is like the first actual, like, you know, thing with actual heat players, you know, since free agency. Mm -hmm. So it feels good. Like, okay, this is starting. We're here. You know, the, the whole investigation seems behind us, right? They're not, they're not going to take back Kyle in a heat uniform now, right? Like it it just, it feels like, okay, camp starts tomorrow. uh, Preseason's in a week. Like we are, we are officially in swing. Yep. And uh, we're we're on a normal NBA calendar again, which yeah, you know, for all the shit we gave Adam Silver, who absolutely should be arrested for that schedule, <laughs> um, you know, at least we're like, hey, basketball starts in October. The yep. finals are in June. You know, in April, it's about to like the playoffs. Like it, everything makes sense again. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it is a good point, and uh, yeah, I think that's the same sort of thing where, as you highlight there. Um, you know, when you look at just what everybody said, the. Uh, the, the Tyler Harrow putting on weight. Bam, Sandy wants to shoot. Duncan, Sandy's going to let it fly this year. Uh, PJ Tucker, Sandy's a perfect fit. Markeith, Sandy, I know, I knew one day I'd always be on the heat. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Oladipo <laughs> saying this is going to be the comeback season, best comeback season in history. The Jim, picture. Jimmy's just sitting there. Jimmy's just sitting there pushing his coffee. It was just, it was great stuff. It was great stuff. So it gets your sights. And uh, yeah, that picture was special. That, that Oladipo picture was special. We've got, we've got some fun things, uh, things to have with that, with that incredible well, picture. And also compared to other teams, like this was a no news is good news kind of day too oh for media God. day. Yeah. Because exactly. yikes. Yes, yikes, absolutely. Yikes. yikes. Yes. Uh, Nobody so had to yeah. pull a Tim Donovan didn't have to pull a fire alarm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Right, guys, let's get into this. So this is a 15 to 1 Eastern Conference preview round robin. So we're each going to have five picks each here. We're going to start from 15 upwards. The order will be me first. Then I'm going to go with Brass and then G. You're going to have the uh you're going to have the, the next one. So you'll end up with number one pick, G. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do this uh we're going to do this all the way through from 15 upwards, okay? So um, starts with me. This is what I think who will be the bottom seed in the East this year. I'm going to go with the Orlando Magic. I don't know what your thoughts are about that, but the Magic, um, I'm just pleased with them losing out on, obviously, no Fournier now, no Vooch. Mm-hmm. St- we'll still end up losing. We'll, we'll still end up with a losing record to the Magic somehow because that's what we seem to do. Always do. Um, it's just, it would be incredible. But um, I think uh, with, with the Magic here, um, they've actually got quite a young team, quite a young, exciting team. I think that they're um, they're always in that sort of rebuild mode, but this could be actually the first time in some time that they actually have got some pieces to go from. Mm-hmm. Um, good pickup with Shugs or Shugs, however you pronounce his name. Suggs. Um, yeah, Shugs. Um, Suggs. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Um, Fultz there. Um, the uh, the other uh, Carl Anthony, uh, Terence Ross still there. Um, Isaac, good young nucleus, but this is going to be uh, an- another sort of right off. Isaac may not play. This is for true. a lot of reasons. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Brass, any thoughts on anything on other than that? I mean, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, they lost. They lost some good pieces. They didn't. They didn't really improve anywhere. They're and the magic, and they're still the magic. It's the magic. And, and we've Gorn's seen this. And and and, the, and 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 don't you know? I say this all the time with the Heat, but like, don't get fooled. Even if they they could pop off six game straight at the beginning of the season as the magic often do mm-hmm. they're going to be a top seeded team for a bit yes. and then just completely crater because this is who they are let's not forget that goran's not here anymore and goran was the main thing with the magic was goran it was alfred Payne and those people and every yeah. 40 they were those were goran's daddies yeah goran in here we'll still as i said we'll still find a way to have a losing record against them this season it's just what the heat do um so there they are 15 seed rock bottom of the east according to us will be orlando magic um mm-hmm. ross over to you number 14. Ooh, man there are two picks here that i think are the obvious ones yeah i mean uh, you go which one well i think that yeah man i would love to i would love to throw throw the calves up there <laughs> I do it. uh but but i'm still i am still gonna put the pistons yeah as good, next yeah. i that's just i think we'll all agree there you know i know uh listen olenic is gonna ball out but that's only because there's just nothing there so People are gonna. People are gonna be a really annoying. It's like, oh, look at Kelly Olynyk. Look at these numbers. We could really use him. It's like, well, you know, Kelly was Kelly was obviously a good piece for us, um, but he's 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 gonna be a looter and right there. Yeah, and but that team is gonna be gold. Oh, he's gonna be awesome. Um, well, but that team, do, that team is just bad, bad. Yeah, he's just going to do exactly what he did with Houston. He's going to see a lot of the ball. He's got nothing to play for. Correct. He's just going to run free. So he's going to. He's a good it. player, though. I don't want to give Kelly shit. 
Kelly's a good player. It's unfortunate. I mean, listen, maybe he won't. Maybe Kelly, maybe Kelly had a lot of fun in Houston being a being fucking a team. Yep. Maple, Maple Keem. So yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a rough one for Dwayne Casey. Yes, absolutely. But um, I agree with you. I had them at 14 as well. Jay, did you have anything different at 14? No, I, I okay, agree with we're, yeah. we're in sync. Right, over to you then, my man. Number 13. This one's, this one's pretty tough because I feel like from, from 13 up, or at least from 13, like a couple, like they're they're all kind of in the same. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Cleveland. So essentially yeah. we have the same three teams at the bottom. I do think that Cleveland can surprise. I do think that they're going to be a lot better than, than we think. They did lose Nance, which is unfortunate. I mean, he did want to trade. They have some young pieces that are, you know, we've we've had our eye on, on Sexton over here, and Garland's really – Garland was a damn Olympian. Garland's really good. Uh, they, they have things that can go their way, but I just – the teams above them are just straight up better, and maybe Cleveland can kind of put together like a, like a competent defense and competent offense, which we've yet to see. But I – I just, they're really young. They, they're kind of, at least they have players that you're like, these are good, but I think losing Nance really sucks. Um, you know, they're just kind of a ground for contract at this point and like pick acquisition. And I, you know, they're going to have to make a decision on Sexton's extension, uh, which is going to be like a huge, like to me, that's the one thing you got to monitor all year with, with the Cavs. It's like, well, how is Sexton doing? How does he look? And what are they going to do with Love's contract? Cause that's another kind of piece of the puzzle here. Um, but you know, he's obviously eating up a lot of their cap, you know, what, it, what's going to happen with Sexton's future. Um, you know, how, how much of a leap does Garland take? And I kind of think those are going to dictate their seasons. Um, but you know, I, I think around 13 to, 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 to 12 ish, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. Cause they, they, on paper, they, they, some of those players are quite explosive. They're quite exciting. Obviously they're very young, they're very raw. Um, but they're in a bit of a mess because, they sort of was looking to, well, the rumours were, they was looking to, to ship Sexton because they don't want to pay him what he thinks that they think is going to command. Um, if they do that, obviously, wh- where do they go from there? It's going to be a real interesting season to what they do. Um, well, Mobley, Mobley could be something interesting for them. And I, I know that they have Jared Allen. Uh, but if the Mobley kid is really good, that's going to be interesting. Rubio is a backup point guard. Um, it's going to stabilize their second units a bit. I'm not a Laurie marketing fan, and I know that was kind of the big acquisition uh, in the offseason yeah. for them. I just, I've never liked him. I don't like him. Seti Osman has been like in every trade rumor. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was one of the things that we reported. There was, you know, some talks between the Heat and the Warriors at the deadline and, and the Cavs getting in on that as well. And Seti Osman was kind of the, the piece that was going to get moved around. He and Olenek. Um, so, they... Like I said, they don't that that's like kind of it of, of note for them. They have some things that could work for them, but I just don't. I, it's going to depend listen, on a lot of listen, guys. Keep keep checking the birth records in Cleveland because unless a generational talent is born uh, and and raised uh, in that city, this is this is who they are. This is this is they're gonna yeah. There's some there's some kind of fun young talent there, but it's not going to gel into anything that res, that that resembles uh a, a, a decent nba team it's just and that's that's who they are they're they're used to it but hey you got your title congrats yeah 100 um i think we're always in agreement there so we've got uh yeah magic pistons Cavs. i think we're all aligned um mm-hmm. now it could get it could get a little bit trickier this um, is where it gets interesting yeah mm-hmm. this is where it gets interesting and i'm going at number 12 here i'm going for washington 
And the reason why I'm going for Washington is because I think that a lot of this hinges around whether they've got the availability of their superstar. Because as we found out yesterday, he isn't vaccinated, whether he's going to get vaccinated or not. He could be missing large chunks of games here, large chunks of the season. We see what happens. But uh, just even that aside, I think um, I just don't think that I, 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 I do not get this whole thing around what Bradley Bill thinks that they are. And I think that somebody put it, it might have been Christian put it quite nicely on Twitter the other day saying, uh, or yesterday saying that, um, you know, a lot of the fault was whether or not um, that he's actually good enough to to, to come or, or want to leave to go join another team. Maybe he's just damn crazy and he actually believes in what he's saying. Because if with all this farce over the uh, over the uh, the vaccine and his thoughts on it and how seemingly uneducated he is on it, um, he probably seriously thinks that they can do something here. And I just do not get it. I think they're a bit of a um, bit of a mess. That team. I don't see them being anything like um, anything more than a playing at best. I've got them rocked in at twelve. Brass. What do you think? Yeah, I that that sounds about right to me. I mean, the Beal thing, he backtracked a little bit, right? Yeah. Because he was saying that, oh, the only reason I'm not vaccinated yet is because I had to wait 60 days or something after I had COVID. I don't know. We'll see. What to to be to be determined on that one. Um, but it was, yeah, it, it it's was, a weird, it's a it's a very strange, strange roster they built there. Yeah. It's just you know, I and I like it. Yeah, it's it's got some it's got some hope. It's got some good players. Um, you know, Dinwiddie is is also kind of a question mark health wise. Um, there are there are a couple. You know, I don't trust Kyle Kuzma to save my life. But so their their defense was the issue last season. I think bringing in KCP, bringing mm-hmm. in Kuz, that's gonna help. Dinwiddie's not horrible. Think not that Thomas Bryan is a is a stop or anything, but I think getting him back is just going to be helpful because I mean, he went down in the heat game uh, when they played him. Yeah, uh, I think Bertans probably stays on the bench like like he was last season, and I I know that the the Westbrook loss hurts them, but I think they got a lot of rotational pieces that that are good that they make sense, right? I I like Robin Lopez too. I think that's a bit of a loss for them, but uh, you know they're going to be able to put pretty at least moderately competent defensive lineups and post also a break. They were they had a positive point differential. They were plus uh, 0.5 net rating. Um, mm-hmm. The heat were 0.6. So it's like, you know, in, in, in terms of, uh, I'm sorry, the heat were 1.4. The Lakers were, were 0.6. Um, so it makes sense. I, I don't disagree with you, Dan, kind of where they are because that part of the East is jumbled, but I don't like, I don't think they're going to be bad. I don't think that you can say, okay, we have Washington at home you know, that's, that's a W like that's, you know, uh, Trez is there, not, you know, they, they, they have pieces. They're not horrible. Yeah. I think yeah. they're going to be competitive. The offense is going to be good. I mean, they've been, you know, good on offensive team, even without Westbrook, I do think that they just have enough. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're, it's, it's not a bad team. It's just, I don't think that, I think there's a lot of uncertainty around them and I think they're a bad start away from blowing it up quite quickly, but we will see. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Over to you, Brass. We are at number 11. Hmm. Man, this this is it gets tricky because we're you know uh, I was singing a lot of like the the playing, yeah. um, but we're not we're not quite there yet. Um, <sighs> These are all teams, by the way, that have aspirations to make the play-in. Exactly uh, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which is funny. Um, right. So yeah, and 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 that's kind of credit to to what the play-in is, right? Because some of these teams, they if they knew that they had no chance. Uh, if they didn't have an option for a plan, I think they would be worse than they're actually going to be. I mean, I think it does make some of these lower tier 
teams more competitive. It gives them something to fight for. Yeah. Um, man, this one is really tough, man. Um, I think it's between two teams. I wonder I if you're thinking the same ones. I really, I would love to throw your Raptors in here. I know you do. I would really love to throw your Raptors. That's unfair, though. Yeah. No, I don't know. I might, I might put, um, I think I might, I might put, this is crazy. I might get some flack for this, but I might, God, your camera, Jan. I mean, this is a podcast, but his camera just went out. (laughs) Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually gonna put Indiana. That was my pick. Let's go. Okay. I'm gonna put Indiana. Okay. No, that's fair. I mean, I had them just one up from there, so we're not. We're not miles up. Sounds like G is very happy with it. Um. Okay. Indiana at eleven. Brass reasons. Yeah. Um. I just. I. I think they've been, kind of floundering for for a little bit. I don't think they really have. I don't really have a. I don't. I don't have this crazy reasoning. It's more just kind of like a more more like a gut. I just. They're a I think, downward trend. I think they, uh, yeah, they're a downward yeah. trend. I think they're taking a step back. Um, did, my create. Did I hear? Did Levert have a, yeah. a setback? Yeah. It's got setback. Yeah, it's yeah. things like that. I just don't think there's enough to bring them, uh, to bring them out. You know, they don't have. You know, I, I, like last year. Uh, starting with depot you know you had a player like that that could be kind of explosive and and do and do really good things i'm just i don't i don't really see that happening for them yeah it just it's nothing it's not like this this you know i don't want to like hit them too hard but i just think that they've been sort of scrapping by yeah uh the last couple years and i but i just i think they're gonna they're gonna lose that scrap i I just don't think it's gonna happen for them this year i think that's completely fair and whenever i do these sort of lists i'm always end up with one team that i've forgotten and that team always ends up being the paces because they're just (laughs) irrelevant they're just an irrelevant franchise now i just never remember anything they're exactly what you said they're that middle ground they're not good enough to be a a competitive playoff team they're not bad enough to be tanking they're just there they had like one thing that we didn't they had like one thing we didn't it was yellow jersey and then they they did that last year so okay. i hope, ne- right. hope never to see that again Go good on. stuff right okay we have paces in at 11 um g we're in top 10 now it's over to you um okay so so now now it's where it gets kind of fun for me um i'm between a couple teams um i want to go chicago because I'm not as high on the stuff that they did. Now, I understand the reasonings between the Vucevic trade and, and all that stuff. Like, I get mm-hmm. it, right? Like, I, I get they have Levine on a, on a ticker, and they're like, okay, let's get guys in here because we just can't. Which, honestly, is a commendable stance, right? Like, if you're a team, if you're a franchise that has been, like, kind of down in the dumps, and you have mm-hmm. a guy who's fucking good, and this guy is obviously going to leave if you don't get better, and you don't really, nobody wants to go play for you, right? What are you, what are you going to do? You yeah. trade for the best player that's available to you. And to be honest with you, I mean, what did they give? They gave two firsts and, um, and, uh, and, and Wendell Carter for, for Vooch, which, you know, I don't think it's the steepest price to pay for a guy who could keep your superstar in town. And I think that's a swing you're willing to take. And if it's just two first round picks, I think Vooch is going to be there for most of them. I think the one that the, the one of, at least one of them he'll be there for. So Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to keep Levine in the building. I think getting Lonzo is a really good move for them. Um, but after that, like they don't have depth. That's going to be their issue. 
I am not a DeRozan guy whatsoever. I have never been a DeRozan guy. I didn't want Miami to get him. He's not going to help their defense. Uh, he's not a shooter. I do. Dan, think do you know how much how much Gianni loathes Demar Derozan? I don't. Have like you ever listen to him? Just rant. He cannot stand him. Like, I, 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 I want to be fair. He's you're, a bucket you're getter. Best mate. So how? Listen, we all listen. We all make listen. I'm, some of my friends aren't the best at certain things. You know what I mean? Like, probably a great dude. As a basketball player, he's he's really flawed in a lot of ways. A lot's going to fall on Patrick Williams and what he can do. I saw that Kobe White's already going to miss time in the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. Their depth is already compromised early. I'm not a Derek Jones Jr. fan. I I know that people here love him, but let's not forget that that's true straight playoffs, that he's completely healthy and he gets played off a rotation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and the Blazers had no depth, right? So, like, he's just not playing when it matters because he's just – such a negative on offense that you can't. And I think his defense is a little overstated because he's a little too skinny. He gets pushed around a little too easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's a he's a good kid and everyone yeah. likes him. So I, I push Chicago there. I know that they have play and aspirations. If everything goes right, if they're fucking monumentally healthy, they can make a run to seven or eight. And if, you know, Lonzo has a great season and DeMar has a hot shooting season, DeMar's a great playmaker. Levine continues improvement. But they have their issues and yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. And also remember we're in COVID, right? So I think teams without depth are really going to suffer. Mm. I think that the, uh, that what you started off with was, was spot on in the fact that, you know, they, they had to do something. They've got Levine, who's, uh, as I said, he's about to be out the door. So they have to show that they're going to throw everything at him to try and keep him. Um, I think they've done everything really they could. They brought in some exciting players. They brought in some exciting names. They've got some young players there as well. So they're going to be a really fun watch. But you have to, I just don't know who's making stops on that team. I think Pat Williams is going to be out for about a month, six weeks um, as well. He's arguably one of their better defenders. So I just think that it's going to be um, it's going to be fun to watch. They're going to be a really interesting team. There are going to be a lot of high scoring mm-hmm. games there. But um, they're no threat to the league. They're, they're, at best, they're a there are sort of low seedings in the if playoffs. So I don't right, think it's outrageous to be in at 10. They can get to like seven or eight if things yeah. go right for them. Well, I, if... I had them in at seven, but I think that might have been a bit high. Brass, what did you have? Uh, wait, am I next? No, yeah, where, you are next, but where did you have balls? Oh, where did I have balls? Uh, I mean, I had them slightly higher. I, I think I, I had originally had them because what we're looking at, were we on 10? We're in the plan now? Yeah, we're at 10. Yeah. Next one's 10. Yeah. So yes. I, I have them exactly where they yeah. were last year at 11. Yeah. Just outside. I think I had I had them just in. I think I had them in at 10. Yeah. You had them um, at 10. Well, Johnny, you put them in at 10. That was 10th pick. So they're in. Oh, that was 10th. So, so, that, so that's yeah. the plan. That's the plan. So, okay. okay. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's about, that's about it's, right. It's not outrageous, is it? It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Right. It's back to me. Sorry, Brass. Not to you. Um, over back around to me. And I'm going to go with. Sorry, G. I'm going with the Toronto Raptors in at nine. Um, G is disgusted with you me. Suck. Brass is not. Brass <laughs> is nodding along. Um, so it seems, now, listen. Um, I'm a big. I I I like the. I love the Raptors. I think um, clearly, clearly. Uh, look, look. Um, they they've got their glaring issues. They, they they've got. A what are their issues? Well, size. Where's the? Who's playing center in that team? Well, Precious um, and uh, and and uh, Bob there Boucher. There you go. That, that's why they're. That's where they're a ninth seed. <laughs> He has hands, though. He has hands. I haven't had a center with hands in a long time, Dan. I think they've got to do a lot. They got of, Kem Birch. They, you hate yeah, on they, Heat legend Kem Birch. They've got to do a lot of roughing up. That uh, they've got to polish up that that diamond to get Precious in a in a playable season to be a starter in that team. I think that um, look, they're a good team. I, I, Fred Van Fleet. I love Fred Van Fleet. OG Ananobi. 
Um, he's going to have a, a, possibly an all-star season. I think he's going to be. He's going to take another jump. Um, Siakam obviously is, is is a special talent. Whether he can get back to his form, they're going to be a problem. They're not going to be a an easy team to play. And I think that there'll be a lot of tight games that they will end up with Ws with. But I also think they're going to get blown out a lot. I think in the games that they don't win, I think they're going to be heavy losses. And I think the tight games they'll see over the line. Um, it might be a bit low, but I think that it's. I think they're going to. I think they're going to struggle. I think nine is about mm-hmm. right. Russ, you're nodding. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I fully agree with that. Um, I mean, I, we don't even know how long Goran is going to be there. Yeah. Also, and and his health as well. And I mean, I think you're going to see pretty quickly that the loss of Kyle Lowry is huge for that now team. You want to, now you want to guess of Kyle Lowry. <laughs> I was fine with Kyle Lowry. I, saw I didn't like you caring about him, I, I, but I, I mean, I, he's a Heat player now, man. I'm all in. That's it. So, so, I don't. I think he sort of did go on a little dirty with the with the number seven thing, but I think yes, he should have yes. should have been a seven for seven swap if we're yeah. being real. But yeah. okay, um, now, gee, I would normally just I would move on, but I've got to give you you got to have your say on your team. So yeah, I I think I think y'all are, I think y'all are being unfair, <laughs> but you know pre All Star break. So I remember the Raptors once the trade deadline came around, they really kind of shut it. I mean, they they were shutting it down. They're like, okay, we're we're tanking. Right, we're we're not trying to win games anymore. We're and by the way, they they played in Tampa, right? They didn't get to play in Toronto, so they, they didn't get you know a real home crowd. I mean, they they play yeah. other teams and like nobody gives a shit about the Raptors in America, right? So, you know, they'd never really had a home crowd. Let's, mm-hmm. let's start by that. And uh, so they were playing road games or at, at best neutral site games the entire season. They were super injured. They had a lot of COVID problems toward the middle of the season. And they were taken at the end, pre All Star break. They were sub 500 and they had a positive point differential. They were plus 1.4 net rating. That is top 10 in the league. That is ahead of the Celtics, the Knicks, the Warriors, uh, and the Mavs, right? And the Heat, <laughs> right? Who were 500 at the time. So let's let's remember that when they were healthy and when they, even in those awful circumstances, they were losing very, very close games and not getting blown out to your point because their point difference was good. So the games they were losing, they were barely losing and they were comfortably winning the games that they win. I think the center stuff's a little overstated. I think that when they got Boucher in at the five, that really stabilized because OG is really strong four. They can switch four or five stuff. That makes it really effective. They can play up a little bit. They're a little small. That's that's like a total thing, but so up that the Celtics spin, right? And that just yeah. hasn't dented them in the regular season as it would in a playoff series. In a playoff series, I would probably give that a little more credence. In the regular season, they're going to be able to get away with that. They'll probably be able to play Birch at five. They'll play Pascal. They'll play Precious. Scotty Barnes is, is a really good addition. I like that fit a lot. I think Fred talked about this a little bit at media day. He's like, listen, when Kyle was here, it was kind of like our responsibilities between Pascal. He and I was a little murky because of the situation. And he was being like honest. I think now they're going to be able to be a little more free. I think defensively, they're just going to be rock solid. I mean, they're going to be a rock solid defensive team. Uh, Nick Nurse teams usually are. They have the personnel, which is funny because last year they weren't. They weren't like that great defensively, but their offense was really good, which is weird because usually it's it's the reverse. So I do think they're going to put a lot of that together. I, I think that they're – let me tell you, I think they're probably closer to like six than they are nine. Okay. I think they're going to be better than the Knicks. Okay. And I think they're going to be, they're going to be a, they're going to be a thorny team. I'm not, they're going to be plucky. They're not yeah. going to be good. I like good, good. I don't expect them to win a playoff series. They are going to be plucky. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, a, a passionate, thorough, comprehensive rundown back up from, uh, from G for, for his, for his guys over in front. So not that we expect anything less it'll, stuff. 
it's going to be fascinating to fast forward like a, a few years from now, like five years from now, how much is he going to care about the Raptors with some distance between Lowry being on the heat, like after a couple titles, winning the heat and then like the Raptors, I, I don't know. It'll, it'll, it'll be fun to watch G for the first time. Um, over to you, bro. Number eight. <laughs> okay. So this one, I, Ooh, man, this is another kind of tricky one. It's still kind of muddy. At this point, um, there's only one more team you could put. I yeah. think before we really reach the next tier, I, th I think so. Well, let's see. So we've done. I just want to make sure I got my list straight. So, so so far it's been it's been Magic, Pistons, Cavs, Wizards, Pacers, Bulls, Bulls and Raptors, Raptors. Correct. So so we're we're at number eight right now. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I would go with. I'm gonna go with the celtics wow in the shocker i am gonna go with the celtics Whew. um at eight uh, yeah okay yeah. that's uh I, i'm i'm just listen man listen do you, do you go with the you you're go putting with the pace you're putting the hornets over them i'm just getting i'm, I'm like i'm nicks and the hornets over yeah. the celtics i'm just double checking yeah yeah okay. i'm 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 doing that i don't think i don't think the celtics uh Listen, they're gonna. They don't have superstar Brad Stevens as, as, as Stevens as coach anymore, man. Like they're gonna be. Oh, they got. A, they upgraded. They got a better coach. They got rid of Brad Stevens. Yeah, that that could be true. I, I don't know. Again, it's it's still kind of muddy. I still think uh, they have they have talent on that team for sure. Um, there's something about the Hornets though that. Let's put it this way: on the schedule, if you saw the Celtics are coming up or the Hornets are coming up, which one do you take? Which one are you expecting an L from? The Celtics. Yeah, I would agree. They're better. You think the Celtics? See, I, I don't. I, 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 I don't. I don't really. I don't. Yeah. There's some, but there's something. Sure, but there's something uncomfortably athletic uh, about the the Hornets team. They have. I feel like as is the Heat. And I know I'm thinking like in in like a, the, a heat bubble kind of you know frame like just as 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 our competitors. Scare you. Yeah, yeah. I think this team has Punchy. has in the last in the last couple of years. I think it's been unpredictable. It's mm. um, the, these other teams are kind of unpredictable, and I think um, you know, ball, you know, ball was playing really really well, man. Um, yeah, I, I know it's unpopular, but listen, if you just do what everyone else is picking, these things are kind of boring. So yeah, this I'm, I'm going on. This is true. Yeah, let's. I'm, I'm going with it. I'm going with Celtics okay. there. No problem. I actually, I'm, I'm relatively high on Boston. I think they low key have got a little bit better than they yeah. were last year. So um, I think so too. I had them up high. I had them about. I had them at five. Um, but um, yeah, okay, there they are. Okay. They're, they're in. I, I put uh, I put them above Charlotte and the Knicks for sure. I mean. They're they're deep, right? And and in a yeah. season that we're gonna play, I mean, they they literally don't have to play a bad NBA player: Tatum, Schroeder, uh, Brown, Josh, mm. Horford, Smart, yeah, Time Lord, time. Pritchard, uh, Cantor, right? Like they have like legitimate uh, Langford, uh, Grant Williams. Like they have like legitimate NBA guys. And like when you get to the back end, where you're talking about Grant Williams and Langford, like those are like the last two like guys out of your rotation. But they have a ton of good players. Mm. They're all right they're good they're good I, you some, know, but they're also they're also the team that that's that's really kind of tried to make pushes in the playoffs for a while and then mm. you know and they just 
they Unless just kind of I'm, th- I'm thinking regular season yeah. though because like i think that like their their playoff equity isn't as high as the regular mm-hmm. season equity but because like depth in the playoff is like kind of overrated to me but in the regular season it, it, they, they could come in waves and that's going to matter because you know if one guy like if marcus smart misses some time like it, it's not unlike like the blazers or something that if one mm. guy is out then yeah their entire like season explodes right yeah. like one guy on the starting lineup can't miss but here you know you could plug and play you know horford is you know going to probably be off the bench uh, or or play like a smaller role like so you know he can kind of fill spot minutes when guys are hurt you know canter like i just i think that they're good right they're probably going to go robert williams at the five uh, i've heard people say that they'll probably go horford at the four i don't i don't i don't know we'll see but you know they're, they're going to have options it's going to be yeah, yeah i think i think that's it i think that the, the yeah. fact that they've, they've got they've got options and um as i said in the covid season which is what it still is it could uh it could be fruitful for them. So, um, yeah, I think that's a bit low, but there we go. They're in at number eight. So uh, over to you, G, at number seven. Uh, the Knicks. I would have put them at eight. Okay. The Knicks. Uh, no, I'm going to go Hornets. I'm, I'm, yeah, not, Hornets. I'm not so brave. I'm not so brave. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I think there's not a lot between them. But, okay, yeah, Hornets in at seven. Okay. They're good, man. They're solid. They're, they're young. They're, they're springy. I think Hayward's health is going to be a question mark, as it always mm-hmm. is. You know, hopefully Lamelo's not a guy who's going to be hurt all the time. You know, home the kid's good. You know, PJ Washington, you know, you love to see it. You know, the Bridges kid will dunk on your face whenever he gets a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's monitor what Scary Terry's doing, especially on the pull-ups, because that was really the, the make or break part of their season. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he'll recreate that. Probably not. So that's just one thing to watch for. The better Martin twin is there. Uh, you know, they're, they're just solid. They're a solid team. I know they have Uber now. I'm not like, I'm, I'm a little higher in Uber than other people. I think I'll have a bounce back year. Um, I, I do think that they're going to get some negative return on, on Rozier this year. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. If, if I'm not, that changes their outlook completely. If, if, if he is as good as he was last year or some comparable form of it, if Gordon Hayward is healthy and Gordon yeah. Hayward was playing absolutely, you know, bonkers, he's probably not vaccinated too, given his, history. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he, he may not be available for other reasons. Um, you know, but, but that combination of those guys can play up to the level and stay healthy and be on the floor. And, and if LaMelo continues a trajectory, then and, and Kai Jones is is, is going to be exciting for them. Solid team, solid team, team, plucky. You don't want to play them. Um, is Ish Smith on their team? I see that Ish Smith's on their roster. Is he still in the league? Good for him. Yeah, I think it's a um, it is a yeah. really fun team. Are they just paying him? But no, no, he's he's there. He fantasy there? legend Ish Smith. Let me tell you something. Ish wow. Smith has has flipped a lot of fantasy basketball seasons. No, but plucky roster. I like them. They're going to yeah. be competitive. Um, you know, they'll they'll have if one of those teams in the top six falls off, you know, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. have a legitimate chance to get there. Um, you know, uh-huh. yep. one of, somebody always has a disappointing season. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Yep. Holding it in at seven. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I think that's, uh, I think that's about right. Okay. Um, back round to me. It has to be the Knicks, doesn't it? Has yep. to be. There's no chance be. they're going any higher than this. Um, look, I think there was, they were the biggest success story of last year. So fair play to them. Um, finally coming out um, into some sort of relevancy after decades without it. Um, I don't see them repeating it. I don't even think, I think that this is high for them. I actually did have them a bit lower. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that their uh, Randall was not going to be, I, in my opinion, I, I like him. I like everything he does as a player, but I'd be surprised if he could, if he repeats what he did last year. Um, I think they've got their holes. I think they've got their weaknesses. I just don't see it. I just don't think that they're going to do this again. I think that it was, what did they fall? Fourth seed last year? That's crazy. Yeah, he was crazy. 40% on pull-up threes, Dan. That's yeah, just It's insane. just not going to It's not going to be repeated. It isn't. Um, Brass, what are your thoughts on the Knicks? 
Yeah, I mean, trust me, my my heart wants to put them way lower. Yeah. Um, because I absolutely loathe that organization. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I mean they 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 were much better last year than they are. Um, I mean, they, you know, they got a couple they got a couple pieces in this in this off season, but like, <sighs> I don't know. I and but I also listen and my take on it as I think you got to watch out for Tibbs, man, because Tibbs, yeah. Tibbs. So on, and on one side, you could say, well, Tibbs is, and has been a regular season coach. Tibbs really can do a remarkable job in the regular season and then just completely fall off in the playoffs. And it was exactly what they did last year. Yeah. So, but I don't know, man, have you I, it just, I, I worry that Tibbs, even though he's vaxxed, I worry that he could miss some time because he still doesn't hey. know how to wear a mask. Hey. And with the with the Delta out there, man, you can't you can't be playing like that. So I don't know. That's Doc. That's Doc. Um, yeah, do, geez, what was that? Do, do you think that um Kemba will be any form of success in New York? Um, that's gonna be the big question mark. So it's a couple of things for me. It's it's what is obviously Randall's not gonna be as good as he was last year. That would be like an absolute yeah. stunner. Stat I always point to, he was 15% on pull-up threes uh, in 2019, 2020. Last season, he was 40%, as I said earlier. That's just, that that's just, a, that's, that's, that's luck. I, I don't know how else to explain. That's, that's just not, that's a number I'm going to look at. I'm going to be like, yeah. is that, how does, because I mean, you you could cheese a lot of your offense by just, you know, bringing the ball up and pulling up, right? Like, well, yeah, but you're also, you're also taking the ball out of his hands now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. With, I mean, so, there. yeah, uh, catch and shoot numbers were good they were they were 42 percent last season and he was a 31 percent catch and shoot the year before so the three-point shooting to me is like okay like what's that going to look like because if he's not going to be like a legit threat as a catch and shoot guy either like if he's just like a mid guy their offense is going to go to hell right and i know that they won a ton of bench minutes uh with rose plus quickly that was kind of the winning formula again i I don't know if a guy like Derek's going to continue to improve i'm not a rose fan i've never been and and he's getting older he's also injury prone and Mm -hmm. you know like i said they were remarkably healthy last season um you know i don't every that was the season where everything went right we talk about like those teams like okay if everything goes right this is what they'll look like Uh, i i do think everything went right they'll regress that doesn't mean they're a worse team i think they're about what they're going to be you know fournier is a nice addition to them um, as well, I know that some people aren't super high on him, but like he's a legit good basketball player. Not, yep. uh, I'm not talking about playoff equity. I'm just talking about regular season stuff. So, no, I think that they're um, look, they're, they they're above their expectations at the moment. They're about uh, maybe a, a further along their line than maybe we thought they would be. Um, they punched so, above their weight all season. Yeah, last year, and I just that just doesn't typically mm-hmm. repeat itself. Exactly. Well Agreed. summed up. That's that's well summed up. Okay, over to you again, Brass number five. Sixers. Okay. Oh, spicy. Sixers. Spice. I I think they're I think they're kind of floundering. Um, I mean, I know I'm aware they were a one seed last year, mm-hmm. but I Frost. I don't I don't I don't see that happening again. Now we did, but we don't know what they're going to look like. That's the yeah, other thing. This is, this so the this really this is major. Could go either way. Energy yeah. on this one. <laughs> but uh, I've been saying that for years. I'm the, <laughs> uh, but I'm not I'm not really kind of believing. Uh, I, I don't I don't believe in them. I really think because, you know, the locker room and just organizational disarray can really, really screw up a team. And I think what they have done with Ben Simmons and the fallout from that right now that they're feeling, uh, this is only the beginning of that. 
I, I just this it's it's not it's not good. So yeah, I would I would put yeah. I, I looking at the others, I feel I feel pretty I feel pretty comfortable about that pick. I don't know how you guys feel. I'm sick of Joel Embiid. I think he's one of the most overrated players in this sport. Mm-hmm. I know he's a great defensive player, and I know he's like a pretty good offensive player. I'm I'm just done. He has he's he literally had more assists. He had more turnovers than assists last season. He had, like what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like he he's a turnover machine and, and we can blame Ben for that all we want. And, and that's the thing. Ben has become his Westbrook, right? Remember in, in, in Oklahoma city, KD never got any blame for anything. Cause it was just like Westbrook and, and Harden too, by the way, like Westbrook was their shield for blame. Yeah. Um, you know, that shield is going to be gone very, very soon. And we're going to see how fast that those mouth breathing Philadelphia fans turn on him. I just, Brass is absolutely right. They have a lot of money rotting. And like, not that Tobias Harris is a bad player, but obviously mm-hmm. that contract was given with an idea of like, we have to contend for a championship right now. Yep. And that just, that has appeared to evaporate. And maybe I'll get old takes exposed and Ben stays and he's great. But I mean, it's look, he's not at camp. It's looking like he's going to be somewhere else. There is no way Ben can stay. There's it's just, looking like no they're going to get negative return for him. Mm-hmm. Right, because like his value has never been lower because everybody knows that nobody in that building wants him there. And Bead sat up there in a press conference and says, I'm disappointed in him. Bro, you can't say that about like the guy that you're trying to get like trying to get value for. You just tanked his value. Everybody knows that everybody knows that nobody wants him there. He doesn't want to be there, they don't want him there, the fans don't want him there. Nobody mm-hmm. on earth wants him in Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. everybody knows that the Timberwolves are playing hardball, and it's like we don't want to give him D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, like the Timberwolves are playing hardball with you. Get out of here, man! I love it. Is that. wild. It is wild that he he led uh, Ben Simmons. Didn't Ben lead the the league in jersey sales at one point? Wow! Like early on, when it's like God, how? The Jenner bought that such, many jerseys. That's crazy. Such a <laughs> such a bore, man. But I Good think that they're player, um, but yeah, I think that they they've had two incredible chances to to go all the way to the finals here. One was with the team, obviously, when Jimmy joined, um, that team that lost out to Toronto, where there was hardly anything between those two teams. They didn't get the rub of the green there, and they had a cakewalk last year, cakewalk to the finals, yep. and they blew it as yep. the one seed, and they blew, blew it. it. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's outrageous. They're in at number five. Then um, over to me. Oh no, sorry, over to you, G, for number six, uh, number four. Sorry, I think you got to go. <laughs> I think oh you got, I think I think this, <laughs> oh boy oh god um you gotta go Atlanta you have to go Atlanta yeah uh, yeah, yeah so yep. I I I wouldn't I'm gonna go Miami wait what I'm gonna go Miami and what I'm, the I'm, hell I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna go Miami and not Atlanta uh for for this because Miami is a team that has championship equity not regular season equity and they're not a deep team and i think that's gonna matter and i i think that just because they're the fifth seed i do like they're fifth in the standings i have them third or or fourth right right right, we're at four oh yes they're fourth in the standings but they have the second or third most championship odds to me because they got to get healthy and i think that they have a bunch of old guys on this team that are going to need load management people are going to miss time with the virus that's just a fact and you know guys like duncan need a little bit of time off because he's played basically every game the last two seasons in which there was like no off season for him right so guys like him need a little bit of rest 
you know, guys like Bam, who we know he has that knee issue, right? That that's degenerative. It's not like he can rest it. He's going to need a little bit of time off. Jimmy, obviously they got to rest him. Kyle has a hand injury every year. Um, and they, their, their vets are their vets. So I do think that, you know, we're going to have to probably get a, a yurt seven starting center game, right? We're going to have some Tyler starting that we don't want him doing 50 pick and rolls, right? You're going to Marcus Garrett games. So for me, I'm like, I do think they're the third best team in the East, like easily, right? If not the second, if depending on what happens with the Nets guys. But I think for the regular season, I think we've seen that the Heat are going to be like, well, we don't need to win seeding if we're the if we're the four mm-hmm. seed. You know, we'll still have home court in the first round. And, you know, if we have to win two road series, we can do that. We've done yeah. it in the past. We have, like, that's what you have a veteran team for. Yeah. Right. And the young guys on this team are battle tested. You know, bam, finals run, you know. Tyler, you know, finals run, you know, Duncan finals run, right? Like, so these guys are experienced. You have guys like, like Jimmy, who's been in, you know, every kind of situation, Kyle, who's a champion who, you know, had to win big games on the road, right. Close out a finals game on the road. So the, the PJ Tucker, right. Yeah. These guys, Markeef, they have the guys to do what they got to do in a playoff series. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't think that their regular season equity is, is necessarily equals their championship equity. And I yep. think like a deep young team like the Hawks just makes more sense in the regular season. I think that that's, you've rescued that well, Jay, considering as we all said, it had to be Atlanta. I think that you've, you have done, you've made good points because this team, this Heat team that I do believe is better than Atlanta. Although I wouldn't say there's a lot between them. I'd say the Heat are better in the sense that they are much more built for the playoffs. Uh, this is what this roster has been constructed for. It's for the playoffs. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Atlanta pip Heat to, uh, to the free seed. Um, that's, so, that's G yeah. right there. It's calculated, but gutless. It's, yeah. Well, Dan, hold on. Wait, real quick. Because, like, <laughs> I think we're going to learn a lot from this team, like those marquee matchups where both teams are healthy. And we're going to learn a lot from them. And then in April, because in April, that's that's just the SPO month, right? Uh, a real April, right? Where they have, you know, where they can, where they're going to be ready for the playoffs, right? That 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 little that little launching pad is, as uh, Rest in Peace Coach Tony would always say. But those matchups where they have to play the Jazz, the Lakers, the the Suns, the Nuggets, the the, the Nets, the Bucks, right? When they, all those guys are healthy, and we're gonna see them at their absolute apex. Those are the games that I'm gonna really pay attention to because all the, that regular season, they're gonna probably lose to the Hornets. They're gonna lose two games to the Pacers. They're gonna they're gonna drop one against Cleveland at home, and it's gonna piss us all off, and we're gonna be mad. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I think. Um... Yeah, I think if we was all going about to have them at four, I think we're all, even though this is my pick, I think we're all unanimous to say Atlanta in at three. Um, yes. Am I right in saying that they Atlanta have just run it back? They haven't brought anybody in, have they? Or have I missed somebody? What happened? Did, no, did, did Atlanta have just run it back? I mean, have they brought in? Did they bring in anybody of note? Over well, the they, got, they have DeLon Wright, who's who's going to be, then Gorgie Dang, who they're just mm-hmm. rotational. Brass is so mad at my camera. Uh, Gorgie Dang is going to be a, a nice rotational piece for them. He's, he might, he may, he may damn well start, you know, who knows? Um, but he's going to be important. And DeLon Wright is, is really good for them. Yeah. Um, okay. I think right. six, six man, uh, six man, uh, Solomon Hill, I think. Yeah. Well, okay, also remember they're going to get DeAndre Hunter back. So while that's not like, uh, they, they're running it back, but you know, they're getting a guy like DeAndre Hunter for the full season, which he was mm-hmm. out for most of it. Uh, and they were just really hurt last year too. So, okay. Yeah, no, they're, look, they're going to be a threat again. I, I don't think there's much between any of the top four uh, in, in a massive sense um, in the regular season. I think that the Atlanta are going to be up there. They're going to mix it up. Um, uh, in the essence of time, we'll move this along. So that's three locked in with Atlanta. Um, over to you, uh, Brass, with number two. 
Uh, I'm going Nets. Yep. I'm going Sign. the Nets there. Um, we also don't know what's really going to happen with with Kyrie here because or that's Durant. A <laughs> or Durant. Yeah, or, I mean, or Harden. That team has always been a question mark. I mean, their roster, those guys, are, those guys are insanely good. Really, all of them. They're insanely good, man. It's crazy. But the likelihood of, I mean, how many games do we think, such again, a mark. that they're such all going to play mark. together? Just exactly. those three. I, I have no idea. Harry might not play home games, Brass. It's, that's, how <laughs> funny would it be if he torpedoes, like, oh, like, let's be honest. Like, on paper, like, they should win the championship. Well, like, of course. There's no question. You could see them. It could it could easily go the other way. It could be like Lakers last year. They could be a seventh seed like the Lakers were. This is yeah. how wrong it could go, depending on what happens. If they can keep those three on the court somehow, then yeah, of course they are. The superstar talent will always win out. There will be a will inevitably probably be a one seed. I just don't Mills see it. Sapp, I just don't. Mills, yeah. Mills, James Johnson, Joe Harris, Blake Griffin, Nick Claxton, those Bruce Brown. Those those are their. Freaking oh, when, when, guys. when James Johnson passes it to like the third row at the end of a game. And, yeah, but James and, and Johnson's like their worst rotational player. We would have killed for JJ last. Oh, we were cla- in the podcast. We're like, damn, dog. Imagine if we had yeah. JJ. I wanted him sad. as I wanted him as that last roster spot before I realized that he'd already gone there. So uh, yeah, that was. Um, that, that, I was that, confused. I forgot that happened. I was like, exactly. I was, you know, every time I would see Johnson, I'd be like, oh, well, okay, well, Tyler. Yes. But but no, but I not you know I don't know. Weird. They're great. Okay. But their their season might get torpedoed because Kyrie's a crazy. Of course, person. there's such a question mark. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. So that looks yep. in the Bucks. Then at number one, who I did have at number one anyway. G, what did you have? It was your pick. Yeah, uh, they, they would have been one or two. I, I don't really. I mean, yeah. it's weird because like I think that they're done chasing. I mean, they're just so effortlessly good in the regular season. Although last yeah. season they did a lot of experimentation, which paid off. Right, the, the, the much of made was in practicing how to switch and do all this like funky buck stuff that they never did. Uh, but I, I do think that they're going to be more comfortable with that now. They're going to be able to just go to their base, which is their super duper drop. Yep. I do think watching what Lopez, I mean, Lopez is going to have, I mean, Lopez took a bit of a step back last season. Um, you know, we have to watch that again this season. You know, their defense was just not as good last season. Um, so that's going to be something to watch for. Um, I, I don't expect them to repeat. I mean, they were they were the ninth defense last season, even though they were like always like one or two, right? So yep. Uh, their offense was absolutely incredible, and I think that that'll stay. They'll probably be even better uh, this year. So, I mean, not much to say. The, the defending champs for a reason. I do think that the East is going to be super competitive. As we've pretty much said, there's, like, basically only two or three freebies uh, in the conference. Uh, they, yep. They've run it back. They, they haven't added too much, uh, but they kept the dudes they needed to keep. I don't really think them losing P.J. Tucker is that big a deal. I think that's more of a playoff thing for them. But in the regular season, I think that they're just going to – and Giannis yeah. is just – They're just going to be – they're going to be a juggernaut again. And I think you're totally yep. right. I think that's the most exciting thing about this season is that um, go back three years, it was just – it was the top maybe six and then a huge drop-off. Um, now, as you say, you've probably got two or three freebies and the rest are going to give you a hell of a game, man. So uh, it's going to be tell you something. good fun. I wouldn't be shocked if like the Hawks or something like are a one seed just because mm. these, these more experienced veteran teams are going to take more nights off to get yep. ready for the playoffs because, you know, the, the off season has been very crunched and these guys are tired and like Middleton played in the Olympics and so did holiday, right? They, mm-hmm. they basically went bubble and then to the, the next season and then Olympics. So like, you know, they, and the bucks have some depth issues too. Right. And, and like, there's a, 
probably too much Pat Connaughton than anybody likes. So like I said, like we're talking about this, but you know, if Atlanta is the one seed, I don't think if Atlanta comes out and like rips off 60 games and they're the one seed, I don't think any of us are shocked or we shouldn't be rather. Yep. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Right. Okay. Let's run through it once more. So 15 magic, 14 pistons, 13 Cavs, 12 wizards, 11 paces, 10 balls, nine Raptors, eight Celtics, seven Hornets, six Knicks, five Sixers, four Heat, three Hawks, two Nets, one Bucks. I don't think that's outrageous. I don't think that's outrageous. I think we've done pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I'm still sort of stuck on the thing that on Gianni's big board, on his predictions, he had the, the Raptors at six and the Heat at four. Mm-hmm. And the oh, Raptors. I, I probably have the. I probably have the Raptors two at five. Spots. I, you... I, yeah, I think the Raptors are going to have a better season than the Knicks. I, I've said that on Twitter. I've been on record. I thought, that's I, not listen, outrageous. I know. Don't that's don't try outrageous. to get on my good side with the whole Knicks slander, which it always but works. Like, I know yeah. that but you. Like, I know that not. you shit on me about the Raptors, and like I, it's totally deserved. I just think that like they're they're going to be a good regular season team, and I think that they are due for some progression to the mean. And a lot of other teams are due for regression to the mean. And I think the Knicks are the perfect target of that and the Raptors. And I think they're going to catch a lot of people off guard. Toronto's like they have that. That's like one of the best home records the last five years in the league. It's a, it's a, it's a hard building to win in, including the travel. Right. So yeah. like these, these like the, the traveling, going through customs, going that, those late nights, getting into the hotel. That stuff matters when they play at home. It's a built in home court advantage and the grind of a regular season. They're going to be better than people think. They're probably, I, I, I'm telling you, if they're a fifth seed and they're the Knicks are a sixth seed and the Knicks are in the, I'm just telling you, I, not surprise me. They lose go. Kyle Lowry and they give him to the Heat and then oh. one spot worse. Okay, whatever. Well, hey, this, no, look, that's, we that's will a good see. Point. That's good. We will I, see. I, it's never the Celtics in that spot for me. Like, I, I, I think Boston's going to be good, but I, I think Toronto. They may not have the, the power up top that, that Boston does. I just think they're better coach and they have like some advantages. Okay. There we go. We didn't didn't expect anything less, but no, that is great stuff. It's great stuff. There we go. That was our seedings, guys. That was a lot of fun. Sorry, it went on a little bit longer than maybe anticipated, but um, you know, we had to build in for the Raptors' love. Of course, we did. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Um, Yanni, where can everybody find you and Heatbeat, all your work, etc.? You can find me at Ginavas103 on Twitter at MIA Heatbeat. Uh, you could find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MIA Heatbeat. If you watch us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. That means the world to us. You don't understand. Uh, Dan, you know, the algorithm is our, is our number one enemy. Yeah. Uh, and be on the lookout for heatbeatmiami.com. We have some new stuff coming to the website uh, coming real, real soon. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I, I'm really excited about that. Yep, great stuff. And Bras, um, where, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at Brass Jazz um, and Hangover Time season two starting yes. October 4th. Whoop, whoop. So uh, our liquor cabinet is freshly stocked. Yes, so. I do not know how you do it. Um, it is the best, though. It is literally the best. It's my favorite show. I love it. I cannot speak highly enough for all what well, a show in general, but just your insights, how you work, the, the effort, the production, the laughs, everything. Nothing can I cannot Dan, speak highly enough of that. it. That doesn't exist. That doesn't exist without Brass, 100%. because for as funny and as talented as Alf is, and Alf is a Alf is a, a fucking locomotive of talent and energy. Mm-hmm. What makes what takes a show from good to, to special is is Brass. Yeah, oh, Alf, Alf will be the first to admit that, and of I think. Course. And listen, Alf did an incredible job at Five Reasons. Those shows were absolutely amazing. But if you look at what he did over there and what mm-hmm. he does with Brass's production. 
it is it is night and day. Alf is still Alf. He's still funny. The liquor flows and he's great. And and there's a but you know, with what Brass is able to provide from a creativity and a production standpoint, I'm telling you, Dan, there's nobody doing it like him. 100%. And season two is about to start. So uh, we can't wait for it, guys. Um, brilliant time. Thank you so much for joining. Do you have fun? I did, man. I had as Great much time. fun as Liverpool's having. There we go. Yes, we're, we're, that's that's the next pod. It's a Liverpool chat, 100%. Oh, I'm stood. Guys, um, thank you again for joining. We'll be back again uh, soon. We're coming back. Up 2 0. Up 2 0 right now. There we go. There we go. I have my eye on the game. Good man. See, multi talented. Um, guys, that'll do it for now. Uh, we'll be back with Back Thick and Fast soon. Uh, please remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Miami Heat UK TV. Loads of stuff coming there. We've got the website as well, uh, MiamiHeatUK.com. That'll be a hub for everything. More articles coming on there than any other time. Um, and of course, remember to check out our Vice Fits range of merch because we're not we're not big enough to, to get sponsorship or Patreon, any of that yet. So if you want to support us, if you want to help us, go to Vice Fits and pick up a tea. There's some great stuff on there. We've got Jimmy stuff, we've got Bam stuff, we've got Duncan stuff, we've got support Ty, we've the got- lads all sorts just support it that's what we asked for <laughs> guys we'll uh we'll, we'll roll with it soon again next week thanks for joining stay safe see you soon you've been listening to heating up the uk be sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify and google Podcasts to ensure you never miss a show also go give us a follow on twitter instagram and facebook by finding our page at the miami heat uk and subscribe to our youtube channel miami heat uk tv for our latest shows and fun content that's your miami heat from across the pond covered thanks for listening